When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You can get them, but can you keep them? This is the Girl Stop Playing Show, and I'm your favorite homegirl, Coriel. Here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. You already know that I'm bringing you the information and the conversations to help you make the money and get the honey. You can have it all as long as you are willing to work. Before we get into today's episode, please make sure that you like this video, subscribe to the channel, and be prepared to share this conversation with a friend because it's about to get spicy. We got finesse in the building, y'all. Jonathan Dupaton is in the studio. Did I say that right? You did. So we've already talked about the fact that I am a married woman, very happily married. I've seen your, I've seen your content, yes. but y'all, this ain't that. Okay, it's gonna be a real. I said it's gonna get spicy, but I ain't not his level of spice, not habanero. Okay, <laughs> more like jalapeno. Um, but I'm excited to talk to you. This has been not a long time coming, but we finally got it scheduled. You're like on a podcast tour. I know you said you got another one to do after this. Have you started making like a career out of this? Yes, I actually told myself this is. This is what I'm doing. This is what you do. This is I made a decision. Like I'm all in. I'm a pod, I'm, a, I'm not really a podcaster, but that's just what I'm doing right now. What are you? I'm an entertainer. Mm. Full blown. I do entertainer. think you're an entertainer. I think that. So we met. I had never seen your stuff before we met um, at that meetup that David did that day. Yeah. Um, and I feel like you correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like after that, it seemed like it just like took off like a rocket. Mm-hmm. What do you think was the difference or what was the like turning point in your opinion? I guess me making that decision. Mm-hmm. At first I was just playing around with like my potential. I wasn't like taking it serious, but I would I would still do it. I was doing it and well I was on house arrest for like 4 months and then that forced me to do it. Sit your ass in the house. Yeah. yeah. But that was just God telling me like listen, like you got something special, you really need to work on it. And that's what I did. And that's when it really took off on me. So after we met and I started watching your content, I think me and my husband watched um, the very first episode, the very first interview I saw you do where you were being interviewed. Oh. And I want to take it back to that conversation. I don't know who that was. You don't, you don't know and neither do I. But the topic of the conversation was the finesse. Oh, my prison story. The prison story. Yeah. I'm going to start there. 
Okay. Do you talk? Do you talk about that? Like, obviously, you talk about it on that interview, but is that something you're comfortable talking about? Mm-hmm. That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about how you became finesse. Mm. Where do we start? Where do we start? <laughs> Where did it start? Um, well, I guess I made a transformation while I was in prison. Uh, I knew that I was gonna have to do like three years and wait, 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 wait. Before prison, how did we get to the prison? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> not in the prison. What what got you to the prison? So, uh, well, I was doing some illegal things, mm-hmm. fraud, and uh, I was doing it really big, and that was my goal in life. I was I was trying to hit millions of dollars with fraud, and um, what? What kind? I was trying to hit a million dollars in fraud. Like you, you specifically wanted to do it fraudulently, or that's just what you were doing, and you're like, I'm gonna make a well, million dollars doing um, it. I mean, I wanted to make a million dollars, but uh, opportunity presented itself, and that I could make a lot of money, and I really put my all into it. I, I created operation to hire people, and and we carried out the goal, and it was it was happening for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even think it was illegal, honestly, when. when <laughs> I, I mean, I knew it was illegal, but I didn't think it was like... You didn't think you could really get in trouble, trouble for yeah, it? Yeah, like the feds come in and I'm going to go do some time and paying these people back their money. <laughs> I wasn't... I was... I, when they came, when the, when the feds came, I was confused. I was like, what, <laughs> who y'all here for? And like, why would y'all come? Like, I could have just sent me a letter and like come to court. Um, but I never dealt with the feds. I never dealt with, you know... I, ne- I was in and out of jail as a juvenile, but I never dealt with it as a grown man. So... I'm thinking like, you know, they only come for people that's that's moving weight, you know what I'm saying, doing like millions and millions of dollars worth of fraud. I wasn't even, I probably made like a, a mill or two at that time, but I I wasn't on no big boy stuff. I didn't think so, but. um, Sir, you yeah. just said they only come for people who are doing millions and millions, and you said I only made a couple million at that time. Yeah, but. That was the millions well, that they was coming for. I didn't think I even made a because I was, I was taking the money and reinvesting back into business, so I never really seen this million dollars that they were looking for. So I was a little confused, <laughs> but um, I mean, I, I don't regret doing it at all. You know, like that was just a pivotal moment in my life. I had to go through that and it, it taught me a lot. It taught me a lot about people. It taught me a lot about business, um, about hustling. I was already hustling before that, but it taught, just taught me a lot, just how to um, control people, how to manipulate people to like, you know, get them to do stuff for you when they know it's illegal. The finessing taught you that? Nah, just with the finessing, what that business being in that field, because I had to basically turn into a whole other person. Like before that, I was a photographer. Um, I was in college, so like I never ran a business. I never uh, hired people, managed people. Um, so it was something new for me. It just kind of just it made me turn into a whole other person. So you knew obviously that whatever you were doing. You obviously don't want to talk about what you were doing, but I know what you're doing because I watched that interview. Well, it's food stamp fraud. It's food stamp fraud. I don't understand food stamp fraud. I'm glad you just said that you not you don't want to not talk about it because what the hell is food stamp fraud? Well, it's, food stamp fraud is you defrauding the government to take food stamps. So my way was I was taking people's information. What I was doing it was food stamp fraud, but it was aggravated identity theft. So what I was doing, I was taking people's information and I would apply for food stamps for them and... Um, receive the benefits and then I would have a convenience store or two and I would 
um, swipe the, the cards through my store and then the money would be in my bank account. Like they were purchasing things. Yes. But those people did not exist and they were not purchasing things. They did exist, but they did not live in Georgia. They didn't even know about the food stamps. So there's another form of food stamps where you would take your food stamps and go sell it right. for, you know, cigarettes or something. That's probably not legal, but you're not going to go to jail for that, or are you? Well, you won't go to jail for it, but you probably catch like a, a minor charge or they'll take your food stamps away for a, an amount of time. So there's different versions of it. And you can do food stamps fraud if you have a store and then people are coming, selling you the food stamps and you're, you know, giving them the money for it. So I had a store I was receiving for my own, and then I was ag doing ag aggravated identity theft. So it was multiple, the aggravated identity theft carried a mandatory of two years. And then I owed the government, they say I stole about 900,000, but they could only prove about 400,000. So that amount of money and the mandatory two years gave me like a 45 month sentence. So you have to go to jail and pay this money back? Mm-hmm. What's the one going to jail? Don't that? That's what I said. Okay. Um, so I think when we see, like, um, the criminal shows and all of the things, and it's like, well, why would you do that? You knew it was illegal. But you knew it was illegal. You just didn't think it would have the consequences that it actually had. Yeah. Or did you think you could get away with it forever? I think I could have I got away with it forever. How'd you get caught? Um, I was trying to be like Big Meech, and I was trying to I was trying to hire everybody. You know I knew that the more people that I hired, the more work that can get done, and the more money I can make. So, I just started putting people on, and I wasn't vetting them. I was just going based off of like, okay, well, I know who you are. Like you, my little brother's friends, and you ain't gonna do nothing to me. It's what I didn't think of, it was a way that you could steal from me. You know, so. It was just these these group of guys that I put on, and their job was to like swipe. Like, listen, you'll sit in this apartment that I, I got them. You'll sit, in, you'll sit in this apartment from 9 to 5. I need you to swipe these cars in this machine. And and then I had my sister, which was supposed to deliver it. So it was supposed to be like, okay, the cards are in the office. My sister takes the cards, take them to this location. You pick up the cards from the day before, and you drop them out. So it's supposed to be like a process. But I wasn't paying attention to the process. I was too busy working on getting more money that is just that's handling the money i'm working on bringing more money in so that part of my process was tainted because once my sister started doing her job sloppy instead of dropping off 50 cars she'll drop off 150 cars come back in three days now they're now they're exposed to like what i really got going on like oh damn you got this many cars you making this much this amount of money and you only giving me this it's amount of cash that math. so greed um on their end, I was greedy too because I just wouldn't stop. I was so money hungry. Like I could have been stopped and just, you know, made a hundred thousand a month easily, ten, fifteen years straight, with with being under the radar. But um, greed, greed is why I got caught, on my part. But on them, they was greedy too. They they felt like, well, him, he felt like he could steal from me. And then what I noticed was cars was missing a bunch of cars, maybe like 150 cars. And that and I did the math and I was like, damn, like for every for every hundred card, for every hundred card, that's nineteen thousand. So he took 150. So I'm I'm missing out on 60 racks a month. So I wanted to kill him. But did he get in trouble? Mm-mm. Mm. No, they they want me to tell him, but I I'm not in the business of telling. Mm. I mean, he's gonna get his in like you know, karma. So, um, but basically, what happened was he sold the cards to whoever he sold them to, 
that drew a red flag in the system. The re the feds started watching mm. my store because these cards were used at my store for two years. And then they, I didn't have any customers, you know what I'm saying? It was just really a front. I had stuff in the store, but nobody came to the store. I didn't care about customers. And then they came to my house, found everything they needed, and that was the case. Damn. So the police come to your house, whatever happens, you end up getting sentenced to 45 months? Mm-hmm. Three years, what nine months. That? I was about to say, um, math, had, math. Well, they gave me the time, years. I was doing the time, so I was like, shit. Sound like a lot, goddamn. So almost four years. Yeah. Um. Do you had to serve the whole time? Well, how the federal system works, um, you you got to do about eighty percent of your time, eighty five percent, something like that. So it went down from like uh, forty five months to like thirty nine months. It took like six months off my sentence, and then it's a program you can do, which is RDAP. It's like a drug program. You take a year off your sentence, and then you can get halfway house, which you can get up to a year halfway house. So I end up doing twenty six months. And then they let me out to a halfway house for a year, which I was still locked up, but I was finessing my way to freedom. What is halfway house life like? Um, so there's there's the penitentiary in the federal prison, which is like level five prison. Like it's real hard in there. It's, you know what I'm saying, a bunch of wars, fights, stabbings. Um, then they have the medium, which is a little less violent. Um, uh, you get a little more freedom, but not as much freedom. Like you're in a cell, and then you have the low, which is like an open dorm, and you can get to walk in and out your cell when you want to and please, but you can't walk out the building. And then you have the camp, which you you have an open dorm, and you can walk in and out the the building when you want to. Um, but like not at the a certain time, like at the ten o'clock, you got to bring it in. Then they have the halfway house, which is like almost. With the camp, you can actually jump across. They even got a fence at the camp. So, like, people try to work their way down to the camp so they can, like, leave the camp so they can go get some pussy or do whatever they want for, like, an hour or two before a count time. And now now you got the halfway house, which is, like, damn near, like, freedom, but it's, like, they only let you out to go find a job or if you have a job. So if you're in the halfway house, you can damn near make up a job. You know what I'm saying? My homeboy, my homegirl gave me a job at a studio, and my time... <laughs> I was working from 2 p.m. I was working from 2 p.m. to 2 in the morning. So I was... Uh, working your fake job. Working my fake job. So, and then they give you... Uh, no, no, no. It wasn't 2 in the morning. It was to 12. So it was 12 to 12. Mm -hmm. They give you two hours to get there, two hours to get back. So that's a whole day. And I got 14 hours to do my thing. So, but so it's, it's, it's like freedom, but it's still like jail. Like... They'll remind it's like you house that, arrest, but at somebody else's house. That's what it sounds like. They'll, they'll quickly remind you that you in jail and they control you and they'll send your ass right back. And um, it was easy for me. Was it? Very. Why? Because you were out, you had 14 hours of freedom? Yeah, because I wasn't ever there. I, and, one, and one day out of the week, you have to be there. You couldn't work seven days straight. You had to work six days. So they would only see me on Mondays. And that would be the time I would sit in my room. I would never come out. I don't talk to nobody. I'd be in and out because I didn't want people to know me. I didn't want people to even like got an inch of you know like the way I'm I think and yeah. you know what I'm saying the way I be finessing. I, I did the same thing in prison too. What level prison were you in? Hello. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was supposed to be at a camp, but I don't. I don't know why. I guess God didn't want me to be at a camp. So were you at one of these prisons that have the Facebooks and they be in there doing all the TikTok dances yeah, and all of the sure. things? But we ain't do TikToks. We ain't doing none of that. Well, what year was that? What year was this? This is 2000. I got out 2019. Okay, so this was that was pre TikTok, but you have the access to all of the. Yeah, things. I was on Instagram for sure. 
What the hell? Yeah. Is that legal? Like they know y'all are doing that or no? Nah, I mean, they know that their cell phone's in the, the facility, but trying to catch everybody with a cell phone. So what, the, what happens is we're sitting in the dorm and everybody on their cell phone or whatever, and the police, they'll just do their rounds like once an hour. And so we'll have a bird call like, hey, Pancho. So once you hear Pancho, it's like, all right, put your cell phones up. Whatever you're doing, illegal. Smoking weed, smoking cigarettes, rolling up. Whatever you're doing, stop. First of all, people are smoking weed down in the prison? Man, I smoked my ass off in there. Oh, yeah. Hell I'm yeah. so it was, green. Man, that time I did, I had my feet kicked up. I had a cell phone. I smoked weed from time to time. I worked out. I read books. You was, had time to... So this is what I feel like is the one of the benefits that I see post prison, right, when people come out, is you actually had a luxury that most people aren't afforded, which is time to sit and think. Mm -hmm. Most people are so busy on a daily basis. We have so many things we got to do, so many places we have to be that we don't even sit down yeah. and think. Yeah. And I think, um, what's his name? It's a great example of this. Um, million Dollars Worth of Game? Wallow. Wallow, to me, is like the epitome. And even what you're doing, it's the epitome of taking a pause thinking about what your next move is going to be, plotting on what your next move is going to be, and then executing on that thing. Yeah. Most people don't have, even though it doesn't seem like an opportunity or a blessing, most people don't have the time or capacity mm -hmm. to sit down, mm -hmm. quiet, yeah, and I'm, read, or think. I'm opportunist. So at first, I was, I looked at it as a negative, like, damn, like, uh, one, they're taking all my money. Two, like, now I got to sit down and miss life. So, okay, well, you could look at it two different ways. Like, you could look at it as a negative, like, damn, I got to do this time. Or you could look at it as a positive, like, damn, I got all this time to really work on myself. And that's exactly what I did. Like, from day one, I started working out. I started reading. I started playing chess. Um, Were you ever scared? I was, the you only, said there were wars. and Well, I think you said that was at the, yeah. a different level. But. The only time I was scared when I was about to get sentenced. Because I didn't know how much time I was about to get. It could have either went seven years or I could have got three years. But um, that was the only scary moment of my, my prison journey. Were you so? You, were you the only one that out of the whole operation? My that... sister. My, my younger sister. How much younger is she? Three years younger. Is her life ruined? Uh, well, she, she got a degree in... Um, I don't know what degree it is, but she wanted to be a teacher, like English degree or some shit like that. Her life is ruined in that aspect because she can't teach, but um, I'm going to put her in a position where she ain't never got to work again. Well, not even work again, where she can make her own money and she don't got to rely on a job. So at first, that's the way she was thinking, like, damn, like, you fucked up my life, but I just got to fix it. You're in the process of fixing it. How much time does she get? Six months. Okay. But she's still a felon. She wasn't even supposed to get time, but she's she's a little rebellious like me. And uh, like while we was out on bond and pretrial, like she was just delinquent, you know, failing drug tests and not reporting. She like that. So the judge was like, listen, I'm gonna make an example. Cause you you think it's a game. So she got six months. But she's still a felon. Six months and a felony. Wow. This is your blood sister. Mm -hmm. What does your family have to say about this? Because the fact that you made the decision is one thing, but when you pull mm. in a sibling and it's a girl. Yeah. Um, shame on you. Like, why would you drag your sister into this? And she wouldn't even get that much money. She was just doing as a favor, honestly. So I'm I'm forever in debt to my sister. So 
I told her I was gonna give her some money. I mean, I did give her some money, but she won like some big, big money. <laughs> I told her when that time comes, I'm gonna bless her. So she be all right. Got you. Wow. Okay. Um, what was dating like when you were in the halfway house? Were you dating? Yeah. A lot. Um, you meeting girls down at the studio? How, how what was what was happening? Were you I, I did never, you know you were at the halfway house? Like what yeah, or were never, you finessing? I never that? went to the studio. That was Oh, that was all a lie. It was all a lie. Yeah, you yeah. was just in these streets for 14 hours. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, but when I did meet women, uh, I would tell them exactly what it was. You know, like, listen, I just got out of prison, I'm in the halfway house. I think they was intrigued by it, honestly. I never had anybody turn me down. I think they it intrigued them. That is outrageous. Yeah. Is that not outrageous to you? No? Was that surprising to you? Mm -mm. So you knew people weren't going to judge you. You knew that women's standards are just like... I mean, I just added another element to who I was. Like, okay, yeah, I went to prison. I just got out. But you know, like, especially what I went for. Like, I went for some money. <laughs> so, like, why would you... You know I'm a smart man. And the way that I'm talking, like, you know I got a vision. So... I don't think it's their standards are low. It's just me. I don't think for every man. Okay, I, I misspoke. I shouldn't have said standards low. I, what I, what I was trying to communicate is the fact that they didn't even question it. That it was just like a, hey, my name is Johnny. I'm in a halfway house. You want to go on a date? And they're like, yeah, let's. Well, go. It wasn't that. Like I would, <laughs> we would talk first, and then I would go on a date and be like, yo, listen, I would, I would strategically say it um, at the right time. You'll like, finesse it. Yes. Yeah. So, like, I would say probably like, in the beginning, like, like middle of the date. So, like, now I kind of steer the conversation. Like, okay, what you went to jail for? Because I already know they're going to ask. Now I get to really break it down, like, what I went to jail for, like, what I did, like, my mindset. So, like, not just the fact that I went to prison. It's just, like, me as a whole. Like, damn, like, this nigga is. So, did you come up with the finessers only plan in prison? Mm-hmm. What was it? What was the plan? Well, I didn't really have a direct plan. I knew that I wanted to start a brand. And um, I know I wanted to become a brand. So I just I just studied, like, marketing and branding. I, I, I was just thinking of different names, different little slogans, um, just writing down a bunch of stuff, things that I wanted to do. And then I, I would envision, like, who would this person look like. You know, like, I worked out crazy, so, I, like, my body was, like, on point. So like I knew that that was one aspect, right? My fitness, and then I understood marketing. Then I I know like the artist seduction. So like I would envision like who this person would be, like how he would speak, how he would dress, and that was the plan. When I got out, that's what I'm gonna do. It wasn't the, a podcast, so I had a list of things like I want merch, like public speaking. Um, Podcast is one of them, but like that wouldn't like that. The whole thing. thing. But that is now seeming like it's the vehicle to get you to mm -hmm. the destination, whatever that destination is. How has um, podcasting or this space like benefited the bigger vision, like some of the opportunities? Because I'm seeing you like all over. Well, it opened doors as far as networking. Um, everybody knows me. Majority of people knows me, especially in Atlanta, especially in the entrepreneur space. So by even by knowing entrepreneurs and they like me and they want to be my friend, now they want to just give me game, you know what I'm saying? They want to hang out. So like my circle is is crazy. Um the amount Does of information. That scare you? Do you feel like any of it is not genuine? Uh I have really good discernment. Um 
I don't I ain't gonna let people use me. I mean, of course people want to be around like people that's cool or popping or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? I could I could read that, but I don't let too many people get close to me. So like you'll get some of me, but like you wouldn't be able to have like full access of me, like calling me every day. Like I I am I don't trust people. Um I'm definitely like a loner, uh, a social a sociable learner, loner. I call myself an antisocial socialite. I feel like that's kind of yeah. something like that. Yeah, so like I like being around people, but then I, I, I really detract. you're very okay by yourself. Very, very okay. <laughs> I enjoy it more than I like being around people. Um, but um, but just having access to these people, um, access to their information, knowledge, life changing, life changing. Um, and then the, the other doors that is opening for me, because you know, like I told you, I want to. I'm, I'm an entertainer, so like the podcasting is just the vehicle. So what I see myself doing is um, public speaking, motivational speaking on big stages. Like I got to do um, Invest Fest this summer. Uh, Congratulations! Thank you. Movies, which I'm doing my own. I'm gonna produce my own movies, awards, uh, host award shows. So so many a plethora of things. You know, podcasting is just. It's getting you there. Yeah that because it lets me be myself my authentic self and people i get to put that on a platform where everybody can see it so it'd be hard for me if i didn't have this platform then i would like how would everybody understand me like my, my mindset and like my character and you know how funny i am for real you know what i'm saying like it's a lot of ass <laughs> it's a lot of elements and a lot of them i want to talk about the uh what was it called that crazy thing you was doing on instagram live what was you calling that oh that's booty call hours yeah that's, that's the one that is that is the two, okay? Because listen, you are crazy. You are so crazy. When I was see, you're not crazy. Those ladies were crazy. Those ladies that were following your directions were out of their minds. What was your end game with that? I mean, look at keep me. the conversation going. Who's gonna who's gonna deny me? But anyway, yes. So, I mean, I don't really have a direction. So I just I just I'm just conversing with women. And however this conversation goes, I'm really being a character. There's no seriousness in my tone. So I'm I'm really on live, on playtime. Like I'm just playing and joking around. So they come on here a little bit serious or they want to play. I, I'm going to get whatever I can out of this, out of this conversation. And some women are more entertaining than others. Is that your thought for your podcast too? I'm going to get whatever I can out of this conversation? Yep. Do you, what's your process? Because we were talking a little bit about, um, you know, I didn't really, I had some thoughts about what we were going to talk about, but I didn't have like a list of questions. How do you prepare for your conversations? Um, I don't prepare at all. I just know that uh, I need to look a certain way. And that's that's the only preparation I'm doing. I'm talking about for your show, for your podcast, when you interview people. You mm -hmm. just show up, I just got to look good? I just got to look good. Mm-hmm. I don't have a direction of the That's conversation. A okay. What I tell my guests is, listen, this is not an interview. This is more like we just vibing, talking, just like think of it as date night. You know, like we just get to know each other. You can ask me questions. I'm asking you questions. We chilling. So like, my aim is not to flirt with every woman. You uh, do flirt with every woman. Not everyone. I didn't. I didn't it was married women on my show. I did not flirt with these women. Um, women with boyfriends. You flirted with a woman with a boyfriend. I, I saw I that did. episode. I did. That girl. He broke up with her, didn't he? They got back together. Okay. They did break up with her that night. Um, so that that's not my goal. So uh, that's just where the conversation goes sometimes. Like, I be trying to get to know this person. And sometimes I do aim 
to flirt with them only because the conversation kind of get a little dry. So like when I be talking to these only fan girls sometimes, like it, it's not much substance. And I get that. So now that I, I got to pull out my bag of tricks, you know, like I know I'm entertaining. So like, and I know people want to see that, especially like girls that's on your, 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 your hit list, girls that you would never have a chance with. And I, I have the opportunity to flirt with this woman. And then I'll show you what to do when you are around this woman. So, or just women in general. So that's when I, that's when you see that. Like, I don't, I don't try to flirt with everyone, but it's fun. <laughs> like if you weren't married, you know, I'd probably be flirting with you, but. But we ain't doing all of that. Um, I wanted to ask Sydney. You Sydney. had Sydney Star on your show. Shout out to Sydney Star. Sydney Star is a trans woman. Or is she a trans man? How does that work? I'm confused by the trans thing. Trans is like you transform into a woman. So okay, trans- she's a trans woman. Mm-hmm. Did people judge you for interviewing? Of course. What yeah. made you want to interview her? Uh, You're interested, intrigued, or you just know her? Interested, intrigued. I mean, I don't <laughs> know. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm like, you were like, okay, hmm, who should I have next? Sydney. What nah, was that thought? Well, I had just interviewed Megan, and then I seen me and Megan did a collab post, and I seen Sydney start commenting. Okay. I was like, oh, perfect opportunity. Yo, you should come on the show. And like, where you located? I was like, I'm in Atlanta. Oh, I'm in Atlanta right now. Well, shit, come through tomorrow. So it wasn't planned. Like, I had a, I had an idea of interviewing. You knew she was a trans woman, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. I used to watch her on TV okay. in prison. So, um, um, which which is crazy because a lot of people that I, I watched while I was in prison and studied, because I was, you I was know studying. Them now. I know them. I was studying TV because I never really watched TV before prison. So I'm studying like reality shows and I'm like, yo, this shit is easy. All I got to do is just. Come on, TV, come on, like a platform and just be a character. Oh, I can do this. This shit is easy. Look a certain way, dress a certain way. I got these tattoos. As soon as I got out, like I already had the division. But anyway, um, Sydney Star. Um, I already had a, a a thought of interviewing a trans person, but it, I was kind of scared because I was like, I don't know, sitting on the couch with, you know, someone that's in that community. Like I don't know how people are gonna look at this. Like. But this was like months ago. This was like back last summer. And I was like, I don't know. We had conversations like me and my team. I was like, I don't know, bro. I ain't going to do this shit. And then when Sydney came, I was already comfortable in like the podcast game. Like, I, it's nothing you could tell me at this point. I'm going to do exactly what I feel like. So I already knew it was going to come with some negative notation. I know it was going to be negative thoughts, negative comments, negative anything. But I knew it was going to be more positive than anything. So... When 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 Sydney came over, I was like, Yo, listen, you know I be flirting with these women on the show, but you know that's not gonna happen with you. <laughs> you know that can't happen, but I need you to flip the script on me. I need you to like make me feel so uncomfortable. And and You told her this. Mm-hmm, I need you to come at me. I'm I'm looking for only engagement. You trying to go viral. You want the clips. I want the clips. You know what I mean? I want the clips. I know in the clips that I'm putting out on Instagram, these are I edited this stuff. I know exactly how people gonna react. So like people were like, damn, like Bro, you 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 smiling too hard. You know what I'm saying? Like you you grinning from from 32 to whatever they were saying. But I I knew I, I wanted reactions out of people. So I'm only when I interview these women, like the content I'm putting out, I'm, I just want engagement. Mm-hmm. So with Sydney, I, I I it was a couple of niggas that unfollowed me. I gained like forty thousand followers from that. 
the, the whole LGBT community loves That's me. That's what I was about to say. Was it her community that you think her came on over? Other women, like a lot of people reached out to me like, yo, that was big. Wow. Like for you to for you to be comfortable in your skin and to sit there and interview a trans that a lot of people are scared. I used to be scared of trans because mentally they fuck you up visually. Like you looking at a woman, but you know you can't even be attracted to this person. You're not supposed to. And here she is on my couch with a nipple just keep slipping out. I'm like, Were yo. you looking at that nipple? I did look at it a couple times. Is, is, are you gay? No. Does that make you gay if you look at a man's ladies? I don't nipple? think if you look at it because it's there. I mean, if you're attracted to like, yo, like, now you thirsting over this nipple. If difference. that nipple would have slipped out and it was looking good, I don't give a I don't give a damn. Not <laughs> that you don't give like not that you were gonna like touch it or something, but if in your mind that nipple was looking good, it looked like a nipple. It looked like a regular nipple. <laughs> Double D's, whatever she got on her chest, man. It was it was it was a hard interview because the thing the I wasn't prepared for what was gonna be said. Like I, I knew he was gonna flirt with me or come at me, but. Let me see your dick. You know what I'm saying? How big your dick? And I was like, yo, what the? F and I didn't even know how to react on camera because if I would said the wrong thing, like, now nah, I'd be looking like I'd be looking at getting canceled or something, or it'd have been too aggressive. So I just had to kind of just laugh it off, like, yo, you tripping? But I'm like, but this is so good. I can't wait to post this shit. So do you do you worry about getting canceled or being too controversial? No, not at this point. I can't be stopped. Nah. Can't stop me, Tasha. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. So you knew that it was going to be controversial. You previously were afraid. You might have been afraid that you might have been attracted if that nipple was looking good. Not I made attracted. that up. I made that up. Yeah. <laughs> that last part was on me. But what if she would have said something that caught you? Well, I guess it's your, this is the beauty of you being in control of your platform. If she would have said something that made you look a certain way, you just would have edited that yeah, out. We, we took some stuff out. It was some stuff we had to take out. Like what? Ah, oh, man, I can't remember, but it was just like, just, it was just overly like too much. I just couldn't do it. And then like my responses wasn't the right response. I was like, nah, we got to take that out. We got to take that out. Hard trying to be politically correct. I mean, I've probably said a few things already that is like, girl, you were not supposed to say that, but mm -hmm. I can't even keep up with what I'm not supposed to say. I don't care at this point. Like it's, I'm giving you authenticity. Like, that's what I want you to get from me. Like, it'd be so many people that be trying to, like, be correct. And I can't be correct. I can't even be filtered. Like, I'm going to have to say what I want to say. And I think that's why people love me, because I, I could say things that we can't say. What I get from your, the clips I see on Instagram, and I know you have, like, different, like, style shows that you do. Mm -hmm. But the clip I see when it's just you and, you know, you're just, like, having a rant. Yeah. That to me is like the homeboys that I've had my whole life. Like the things that you say are yeah. what I feel like just like your homeboys, like mm. the thoughts that y'all are having, but women are usually not privy to that yeah. conversation. Yeah. So that's to me what I get from it. What I guess is your goal with any of the content that you share? Like, is there a specific message or are you just um, not using, but leveraging this platform to show yourself as an entertainer? That too, but the overall goal is to really help not just men, people. I, I just want to help people think and try to become like the highest version of themselves. So like me going to these podcasts, the clips that you see on the gram are totally different from mm -hmm. what's on YouTube because YouTube, like I'm really going to like storytelling. Um, I'm I'm saying something motivational to, to help you get the hell up and, and try to change your life. And then like as me speaking about women in my stories, like you're learning from me. This, this is real life stuff that I go through with women. This is none of the stuff I'm making up. So... The stuff that I'm saying is authentic. Like you, people hate it, but 
I just went through this last night. So the goal is to really just help people, mostly men. So one, don't let women play with you. Try to be the highest version of yourself. Eat healthy. You know, so like, but I know I can't force that on people. I can't just be on the internet like, yo, you need to eat healthy. You need to eat this. You need to be working out. You No, but I can be an example. I could talk this shit. I could be this cool guy on the internet. And you look up to me because of that. And then like me portraying me living the, the lifestyle I live, it makes you want to do the same thing. Like, damn, like, bro, you cool as fuck. You get all these women. You getting all this money and shit. But damn, like, bro, you eat healthy as fuck. Oh, damn, like, you work out. Or damn, like it's it's so many aspects to like what I'm trying to do. It's like if you really paying attention, that's when you gonna you receive the message. But I already know, like, like let's just say for example, like 19 keys, like it's some people that he'll never reach in the hood because his message is too strong. I can reach people that he'll never reach because they relate to me. Mm-hmm. I dress like you, I talk like you, you wanna be me. So like me, me saying what I say on the on the internet, you gonna take heed to it. So I never try to uh veer anybody the wrong direction. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Tell people to do the wrong things. It might seem to you like, why would you tell these guys to do this? But like, shit, this shit real. Well, that is a roundabout way to get into the goal. But I think it's a very smart um, and intentional way of just being the person versus preaching to the people what yeah. you should do. I'm just going to be the person and make you want to be who I am. Yeah, it actually makes me want to go harder, too. Like, I just started really going hard and like working out because how can I be this, this ultimate person on the internet, but in real life, like, you know what I'm saying? That I need to be well-rounded on all levels. So being this character that you say that, you know, you had to transition into, does being a this version of yourself have any challenges when it comes to authentic connections with women? Uh, I mean, a person that's watching my, my social media, yeah, because, I mean, people that know me before the social media they don't it don't really bother them but the people that meet me you like me for what you see but like now that we're actually talking and dating or whatever and now that the things that I say bother you I mean like I mean you knew what you were signing up for so I mean um it it does it does have me um having women in like rotation like as a revolving door of women it's like in and out. It's like, you know, people just want a, a, a piece of me, a taste mm-hmm. of me. That's, and you're giving it to them. Not, not a lot of them. Some of them some of them either get a date, some of them get sex. Some They get sex without a date? Some get both, some get without, yeah. How does, how does that happen? Texting, what you doing, pull up. Are you saying, like, we might have sex today and we didn't go on a date today, but we've gone on a date in life or there have been no dates, no dates. and you you just say come over and we're gonna yeah it ain't just like come over we got the fuck but a lot of women um even when i get dms about women that trying to fuck i ain't respond to that shit no way but it'd be women that um you know that have nice conversations i'd be just bullshit in my dms you know what i'm saying but some women get past the bullshit like i might leave you on red for three four days like i don't really be serious in my dms but some women get past that like they can they can make it past that stage. And then women that make it past that stage, okay, well, I'm still gonna be playing on my phone. Like, I'm it's not that I'm even playing, I'm saying playing, but that's that's the only way I could put it. But I'm really busy. I'm like, I don't really be, I don't be focused on women. I be focused on business and work, you know what I'm saying? And then self. So like women is the last of my worries. So if you make it past the bullshit, then all right, where we go from there? Some women, once they see the bullshit, it's like, well, I know he ain't gonna be serious. Let me just, let's just fuck. Ma- ladies. No. If you meet a man 
And you say to yourself, self, I can tell this man is not going to be serious. Don't then say to yourself, well, let's just have sex. Say to yourself, okay, I'm going to go find somebody who's going to be serious if that's you what I want. want I'm, you still they still desiring me. So you can go find somebody else, but they're not going to be me. Okay, but I'm just talking about having some self-control here. I mean, some women got self-control, some don't. You, it's, it's really hard to resist. It's not. Me. No. Well, you never tried, so I don't. you won't know. Hard to resist. I mean, men. It's not hard to resist. Maybe for a man, it's hard to resist an attractive woman, but women can resist. We have much more self control and restraint. Right, but not in your experience. Women can't resist you. No. Okay. I mean, women that be like, yo, listen, we ain't even gotta have sex. We could just be friends, and we make a decision like, yeah, yeah. I think friends, friends is a good idea. And I, I play the game so well, like. I understood this game. <laughs> when I don't try to have sex with women... That makes them want to have sex. Makes them want to have sex. So that's not my intention, not having sex with you so you can give me some pussy. But I really, I'm really, i really into genuine connections. I'm fine with just being your friend. But then again, once you have sex with me, now you change the dynamic and like now we're, where we go from here? So advice for single women who do not want to play around, do not want to be played with, um, but we're in a weird space and time right now where it's a lot of playing going on. How would you, let's say your little sister, she came to you for advice. What advice would you give a woman who is seeking something serious in a world of, I'm just playing around? Well, one, you got to filter out the bullshit. Um, one thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Men, uh, we can play a role very, very well, especially like when we want sex. We could become whoever you want us to become just for some pussy. And then once we get the pussies, <laughs> I'm a whole different nigga now. So discernment for one, and then you can't give up sex so easily. Like we're driven by sex. If, you, if you're able to control what's in your pants, your vagina, your pussy, you can control a man. If you know he's driven by sex, and you control the sex, that means you control your situation. But once you once you give that man, not all men, but once you give that man sex, 
where's the interest coming from? Like, it, what, the culture is so fucked up right now. For men, sex is very, very easy to get. And then access to women is even easier. So, like, 10, 20 years ago, we couldn't just scroll on on the gram and just pick women. Pick we just picking women. Like a catalog. It's so easy. So if, if you know that, then that means, okay, I got to stand out. These men are just getting pussy when they want to. Just hold back. And and you have to play mind games. It's sad to say, but you have to play mind games. You have to, you have to, you have to, you got to finesse. You have to. Because I mean, a lot of people say, like, I don't want to play games, but, but this is a game. This, this is the game of life. And it's evolving every day. And if you're not, if you don't understand the rules, you just, you just get, get played. played. <laughs> you're getting played. So either be in the game or get played. Be in the game or get played. What would you say are some signs that a man is not into you? Like, how would you know if you're getting played? Hmm. I mean, in the beginning, you can tell that very easily. If, like, he's not really interested. He's not calling. He's not really putting in the effort. Um, but after sex, um, once he changes on you, um, that's... you. The signs is already gonna be there. He switched, but women need to, women need to do the same thing. Like you give a man sex, back the fuck up, back back away, and and let this man mind wonder and figure out like, damn, was it me? Like men are used to women chasing, and if women take that aspect out, okay, okay, there's I'm not chasing this nigga. He got sex, I got sex, boom. That makes a man kind of question himself sometimes. Like, damn. Or or give his man sex one time and don't give it to him again. Now you got to work for it the second time. I don't, it, it's just little games you got to play. You got got to play these games. But you'll see you the girls know the signs. Like he not he's not as consistent. You know, like he ain't doing the same things that he used to. Something has changed. Now he has another woman that he's interested in because he ain't doing it for one. He's doing it for another. So is that the truth behind getting ghosted? Why do men ghost women? Cause it's such a common thing. There has to be like, do y'all have meetings? Like, y'all nah. discuss how y'all gonna ghost? Like, how how are y'all all doing the same things? Well, it's because I know for me, if I see a woman, I'm I'm just attracted to her. I'm not attracted to anything else but ass and titties and some pussy. And so, us as men, like we're we we ignoring every red flag that she's throwing our way, cause we our mind is just stuck on busting this nut. So once we catch that nut, clarity comes. And you remember. Like, now it's like, uh, do I really want to deal with what's coming with this woman? Up next, because I can go get another one in the next five minutes. So what's the point of, we could just cut this real short. Ghost, done. It's so easy to ghost. It is so easy to ghost. Is it ghosting when you come back? What's that called? Because I... Spinning the block. <sighs> okay. What is it called if we are talking, 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 we're talking every day consistently, and then you disappear? Maybe it's disappearing because they come back. I it's disappear. like you disappear for two days and then you come back. What is that? Is that That's not ghosting, huh? No. Ghosting is like you're never going to see them again. Yeah, ghosting is never. So what is that? That's just disappearing. I do that. Why, though? What's the reason? Women don't, we don't understand why y'all do that. I mean, for me, I know I need space. I don't want, when I, when I disappear, this is me just pulling back so this won't go like so strong. So if I pull back, like we're going, we're going good for like a week or two, and 
I need I need to push back because I don't want this to move so fast for me sometimes. I don't want this to move so fast, so when I pull back now, it kind of like okay slows down where we headed. I've never understood why there couldn't just be a conversation because the damage that is done. Now, unfortunately, ladies, what do you say? Be taking them back, so it don't really be that much damage. That's why I think it keeps happening over well, and over. Is, this is this is how I feel about it. What is wrong with taking a step back two three days from a person? There's nothing wrong with it, which is why you could just say, hey, baby, I'll be back in three days. But why? Because it's common courtesy. If you've been having consistent conversation every single day, I got a good morning, beautiful, every single day for two that. weeks. I get that. No, and then today's Tuesday, and I don't hear from you until Friday. I thought you was dead. I didn't call the police station. I didn't call the hospitals. Mm -hmm. And I you did, come showing us up. That's wrong. On Friday. Yeah. Sometimes we don't know it's going to be two or three days. Sometimes we just might need a day, and then that day turns into two or three. We don't know. What do you mean? You're deciding that it's going to continue. We don't decide how many days. We just decide that it's going to happen. Okay, well, listen, I don't want to talk to this person for the day. That'd be one day go by. And then it might be two days and turn to three. And they're like, damn, three days went by. I need to holler at, you know what I'm saying? Shout like, that's just how it go. It, let me tell you what that woman is doing during those two or three days. Going through every emotion that you can imagine. She is sad. She's yeah. scared because she thinks something might have happened to your ass. She's mad when you show back up because you ain't dead. You know, it's like a whole thing that y'all send us through. And it's like a over and over and over. Like, this is just such a common thing. Yeah. Thank God I don't have to deal. You know, thank God I'm out, I'm out the game. But women don't get that. That's one of those men are from Mars, women are from Venus things where it's like we just, the way that y'all handle that, it's like y'all would rather, what's that saying? Like, I would rather... Um, ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. It's like that. Instead of me hearing your mouth mm -hmm. by telling you I'm going to be gone for three days, I'd rather just deal with the consequences once I come back. Yeah, like, because once I mention, okay, listen, I need three-day break. Why? It ain't okay. Now I got to explain to you why I need three days. Why but I want to... have to explain where you were for three days when you come back. I ain't going to say shit. I was busy. I was working. But can I say, hey, listen, I need three days. I'm going to be busy. I'm going to be working. They going to think something else like, Something don't seem right about that. Oh, you fucking somebody else. Y'all let me know in the comments. Would you prefer a man give you a heads up? Hey, baby, I just need, I got something going on. I just need a couple days. Yes, they're going to say that. Be back. They will agree. They will agree to or, that. Or it's Tuesday. You don't see this nigga till Saturday. And then he show up like he wasn't just dead. That'd I'll, be my thing. Just if you die, okay, I'm sad that you <laughs> died. But you got the nerve to show back up here alive. All the women are going to agree to it. Yes. Because it's so easy to say, yeah, of course I want it that way. But once we mention it, it's going to be like, it's, it's, it's not going to work out. It's You're going to question me. We got to have a whole conversation about it. Me, versus I could just text you and be like, yo, I need three days. Probably see you in three days. I'd rather text somebody that than have it sit down in a conversation because you're going to think whatever you're going to think. Insecure. Whatever. And then we ain't in a relationship. So why? So why you need to explain anything yes. anyway? Um, do you foresee yourself getting into a relationship soon or are you focused on growing your brand at the moment? I'm definitely focused on the brand, on business. Um, if I meet somebody that definitely will add to what I'm doing, then yeah. But um, it's easier me just dating, dating women in and out of my life. It's easier because I can I can take a week off from talking to people. I actually just tried dating. I actually tried a relationship. Really? I broke up with her last night. Now this person like <laughs> she's a she uh 
she was open for like polygamy. Like, I don't mind you having other girlfriends. Um, <clears throat> she was with it. So what was the problem? Why would why would you ever break up with this person? I know, right? So this is what I want your your opinion on. So this girl, I've been talking to this girl while I was in prison. Like she really held me down. So I felt like you know I owed her something. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So she was like, let's just let's just try it out. I said, all right, cool, let's try it out. This was like Thursday, or Friday, or some shit. Last week. Last week. I said, all right, okay. bet. So um, I mean, shit is going great. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, she don't bother me for real. If I don't call her, it's like, you know, just call me later. It's cool. Like, it is it is a perfect dynamic. For five days. Five days. Okay. Maybe four. Uh, last night, I'm at her house. And uh, we was watching a movie, some shit. She like, let me see her phone. She wanted to go through it. I said, okay, here. I fell asleep. This girl been in my phone for three hours. She done found everything. Uh, not found. She just... She did all the research she could. Went through every text message, went through all my DMs, everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, my whole private life, you know exposed. about. I don't even call it exposed. Like, you know about it. I am I am fine with that. So as we're chilling, it's like 3, 4. It's like 4 in the morning at this point. So I'm like, uh, we're talking about all the stuff she didn't see my phone. Like, you talking to this bitch, too? Da, 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 da. I was like, yeah, I mean, it wasn't nothing. Whatever. I was like, let me see your phone. She retracted. She was like, She's like, no. I was like, no. I was like, girl, you just seen my phone for three hours. Like, you know everything about me. Like, what's the problem? She's like, nah, like, I don't want to be a conflict. I a conflict of what? Like, what would be a conflict? We just started dating five days ago, so you've been doing something five days? Like, what is it? So I'm, I'm not a person to be argumentative. I don't want to, like, fight. So I asked again calmly, like, let me see your phone. She's like, nah. She just kept denying. I was like, all right. I asked again. At this point, I said, you know what? I said, I'm about to go. She's like, why are you leaving? I was like, I don't want to be here no more. So I'm putting on my clothes. She's like, why you leave? I was like, let me see your phone. She said no. I was like, all right, well, I just know I'm not coming back over here. I put on my shit and I left. She was like, why would you leave? So I get downstairs. She's like, come back, come back. You can see my phone. I was like, no, because you had five minutes to delete whatever you was trying to delete. I don't want to go through your phone tomorrow. I gave you, when you asked for my phone, I said, here, I got nothing to hide. This is what you wanted. Now, don't open that door if you can't take it. You didn't want to walk through this door with me, but you wanted to look through my shit. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I should never look through it. Well, you did. You did. Now I can't trust you because I don't know who you are. Because you 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 can go delete some shit and erase a whole part of your motherfucking life, but you've seen everything that I had to offer since I got out of prison. So I say, listen, we I don't want to be with you. I can't be with you because I could try to be with you, but I'm always going to look at you a little different. I don't know you. Mm. I don't know a part of you you that you hid from me. And we we it, 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 it didn't have to go there. You didn't have to go through my phone. We probably still been together, but you going through my phone, you fucked up my trust. I don't I don't want to be with you. So, I'm single again. Is there a question in there? What you wanted to ask me? Oh, shit. Was I wrong? <laughs> was I wrong? Oh. I must have you shaking your head, so I was like, maybe she agree with me. Um, no, I do agree with you. I do agree with I don't think you were wrong. I think that if you... Well, first of all, I think if you go looking for something, you're going to find it. Even if it's nothing, you're going to make it into something mm -hmm. because there's something in your mind, which is why you're going to look anyway. Yeah. So, that, I think, was... Where it went wrong from jump. But sis, if this nigga fell asleep, you had plenty of time to delete whatever you wanted to delete because common sense says if I take your phone, you're going to want to take mine. Yes. So, yeah, I don't think that you were wrong. I think that she's outrageous. And this is what she says. She was like, well, I didn't know you were serious. You know, like, I'm used to, I'm used to people, like, being toxic, yelling, like, 
being aggressive, like snatching the phone up. I said, I ain't with all that. Why would I have to force you? Yeah, and if you think I, we about to do that, then no. Why would I force you? Like, I ain't got time for that. It is, I get so many women, like, why would I argue with you about your phone? So this is my question, because when you started out initially saying, like, she was down with it, y'all could be poly, all of the things, I'm like, well, why would you ever break up with this girl? But then she obviously has... I don't want to say she has trust issues, but she was looking for something. But I don't understand why if she was okay with like being poly and you dating other people and all of those things. Do you understand why she was okay with it? No, I don't understand why she wanted to look through your phone. If like, why does that she matter? She doesn't was she wasn't looking for anything in particular. For three hours. I mean, shit. I guess it was so much interesting stuff in there. It's like she just could stop reading and whatever pictures and videos, like whatever. So I mean. So obviously the poly was not gonna go both ways. You you could have she could have sister wives, but you wasn't gonna have no brother husbands. Obviously, that's what Who she was worried like about. I'm the type of guy that's going for that. You? No, there's I'm, no way. I mean, no. Is there a type of guy that goes for that? Yeah. What's he like? What's that type? Um, I would assume he's more of like a beta man. Um, women kind of run all over him. He doesn't he doesn't get that many women. He doesn't probably he doesn't probably have sex that much. So, like, a person that is definitely, like, fully confident and you know that you can get women and you, like, the player type, the alpha type, you're not going for that. There's there's no way you would go for that. So does that mean that a woman who's in a poly relationship is not confident and not no, all of those things you said? No. Or it's different if you're a woman? It's different if you're a woman. Um, you're just more understanding if you're a woman because you just understand a man. You know, you you know that a man is driven by sex visually. So, and you know that men need sex, not just from one person. He needs, um, when men get married and they get in relationships, they're actually forcing themselves to, forcing themselves to change for the woman. You think that's sustainable? Yeah. Hmm. If you love a person enough, you'll, you'll do whatever for this person. Like, you know what? I don't want to lose this person. I'm, I want to change for this person. You're just suppressing what you really want. You know, because once you're with your guys, like you, you talk all the shit you want. Like, yeah, yeah, like, damn, that bitch fine as hell. Like, it, like you would say all this shit, but you probably won't act on it. Or well, sometimes you might act on it. So it's into you. It ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so if that is, let's say that that is, like, scientifically proven. Like, men need multiple, having sex with multiple women. Mm -hmm. Let's say that that is a fact. How should women address that? Should women expect their man to cheat on them? Should women be okay with sharing their men? Like, how should women respond if that is, in fact, the truth? Men cannot be with just one woman. How, what should we do with that information? Well, it's about understanding the man you're with, um, learning, like, what pleases him, being open to uh, not just him having other women, just being open to having fun with him because eventually it's having other women with him yeah mm -hmm. like every like honeymoon or i mean a honeymoon like anniversary or some shit i don't know whatever y'all come up with you give that man an opportunity like you give him a pass because definitely like i haven't been in a marriage but i can already imagine what it's like for a man and you have married men friends yes. what is it like for men we'd be stressed the hell out mm. And sex is one way we can relieve stress, not just from the woman that we're with. Like, we need excitement. We need newness. And it ain't got to be a new girl. We ain't got to have, like, a, a new girlfriend. We just need the thrill. We need to feed our ego sometimes. And we suppress that. And by suppressing that, like, 
causes stress. It causes like arguments with people, your your wife, you know, like you don't even know why. It's just because, you know, like I'm suppressing what I naturally want to do. And, mm. you know, some men can, can make it through. Some men can't. <laughs> some men are stronger than others. Do you think you could be in a monogamous marriage? Yeah, but I think... Or you would need the hall pass once a year or something, whatever. With me, I am against all things that are, like, the standard way of living. All things of what they 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 perceived how we should live. Um, I just think outside the box. Like, when it comes to religion, like, I had to question it. Because it's, some of it don't make sense to me. And some people disregard that because it's, they put God in there. So it's like, well, I don't want to go against God. God said this. Mm-hmm. Well, how you know God said it? Well, God, it's in the book. Well, how you know God wrote the book? Mm-hmm. So it's it's like some people are scared. They're scared to question things. So when I look at marriage, something just doesn't sit right with marriage with me. So um, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It might it might not just be for me, but I think that um, we should definitely have someone that we love that are that's going to be our life partner or maybe life partners, people that you just go through life with, you know, have kids with, create families with. But they they got in our mind that we supposed to be with one person. And I think that came from white people, honestly. Like that idea came from Europeans. Mm-hmm. Um not saying that every man should be able to have multiple women or multiple wives. Um I feel like if you can afford it, if you can afford it mentally and financially and physically, because you gotta have you gotta have sex with all these women. You gotta provide for all these women. You gotta take on all these emotions and feelings. So if you ain't that man, then it ain't for you. You know what I'm saying? If you want to play around and play with women, and you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, it's different. But a real man is is supposed to be able to to handle that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, with me, like, I question everything. I question, like, the way we eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, I look at food different, the way that life is just supposed to be. Like, I, just just different. So the woman for you is going to have to be able to roll with the punches and... Um, do you think that it would work with a woman who has as big of a personality as you, or do you think you need a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I think I need like a balance. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, my, my big personality only shows on the internet, but in person. It's true. Cause you are pretty quiet in real life. Yeah. I'm, I'm chill. You know what I'm saying? I listen more than I speak. You know what I'm saying? I, I have spurts where I could, you know what I'm saying? Be funny and. Do whatever, but like I'm really like a calm, chill person for real. So I would need somebody that's that's basically like who I am on the internet. Like you know, what I'm saying like outspoken, very, very calm. Really? Yeah. I I want somebody that that people love that can entertain people. That people. That's what I was gonna say. So you would want someone like in the in the space in the entertainment. Yeah. Mm. So I can just follow. Have you dated anybody like in like Have you dated someone like this person? You're saying. I. Updated, but it was short-lived. Okay. Yeah. But it was, like, good compatibility yeah. for what you're doing? Her energy is, like, what I'm describing. Like, she she takes over a room. Like, she's a, a, a people person. Where's she at? You gonna spin the block? Spin the block? Well, she's, like, my best friend, honestly, so... She's my so best y'all just gonna get married in like five or six years? Do y'all have one of those packs? Like, if I turn 40 and I'm not married yet, let's just marry each other? Oh, it was, like, have kids. Like, you just have kids. Mm. I don't think she's gonna be with like me, my idea of like dealing with multiple people. Not saying that I don't even really say that I need multiple people, but if I if I really come across a person that is just all in one, then I'm I'm there. I'm just chill. 
I'm gonna I'm chill. Whew. But my real goal, I really want to like create families across the world. You know, like one in Africa, one in Haiti. You know, like just different. Nick areas. Cannon style. Something like that. Why would you want to do that? Um, women need help. You're giving them a reason to need help if you have a kid with them. They need me. They don't need you until you impregnate them. Right. They without me, they're gonna get impregnated anyway, and they're gonna listen, 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 listen. This is the idea behind it. Okay. It's already it's already proven. Okay. It's already single women out here, single mothers out here. Yes. It's already happening. But see, that's not what you said. See, if you would have said, I just want to go around and take care of single mothers I, around the world, that's go. something different. I'm You're giving gonna, them the kid to have to take care I of. They're going to get a kid regardless. Oh, my God. That's but you're going to actually take care of it, isn't it? Yes. They're going to get impregnated somewhere in their life. And then <laughs> hopefully that man don't leave them. Hopefully they don't break up. I'm not trying to leave any woman. Like, if I impregnate you, you basically mine. Oh, last question. Okay, you just made me think of something. Did you see that clip of the guy with the seven baby mamas? Did you see the clip? No. Okay. There's a clip going around of a man talking about the fact that he has seven children that he's never met from seven women, and all seven of them, he told them he didn't want the kids. He tried oh, to get them to get an abortion. Ass. All of them. Mm -hmm. And all seven of these ladies had the kids. Yeah. Who is wrong, or is anybody wrong? Is it the man who was vocal about not wanting kids, or is it the woman who had the kid anyway? Um, I don't know if he vocalized it in the beginning, before they had sex. No, let's just say he vocalized it once they got pregnant. <clears throat> then um, it's his fault. Hmm. Even if you told him that you didn't want it, but shit, we already made the baby making activities. So it's your fault not being a man to take care of your responsibility. You want this woman to kill her child. You know, like, this is, you ain't got to carry the child. It's so easy for you to say, I don't want to kill it. It's easy because you ain't got to go deal through the process. So you ain't being a real man. You you know what you're doing. You go skeeting these women and knowing that it's a chance that he's going to get pregnant. So if you was to say it in the beginning, like, yo, listen, if you get pregnant, like, I ain't doing this. So give this woman the an option to be like, well, maybe this ain't the nigga I need to be having sex with. So it's 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 his fault. You ain't being a man. Like, how would you go get seven women? Maybe one. <laughs> and then you gotta watch the video, because then he was even like, these were the seven who actually had the kids, as if there was like a whole laundry list of other women right. who just went and got abortions. So you basically just going around doing this shit. That's that to me though is why not that the women are to blame, but that's to me why some of the responsibility has to be on the women. Obviously, they're raising the children, so the responsibility is on them in that sense, but the decision-making part, I think, is is the challenge that I have, is he he literally said one of the women, when they told him that he that, that, that she was pregnant, he his response to her was, what's my last name? And that, to me, is just like, why are you out here having sex with Someone who you don't even, I mean, people got nicknames and all that type of stuff, but mm -hmm. you don't even know enough about this person that if, God forbid, he did something to you, you can't even go report it. Well, you can't even. It's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's the woman's fault too. It's because one, you need to be having protective sex. You need to be venting out the niggas that, that you're having sex with. So it ain't all on the man. But the time that, the moment that you know that you skeeting this woman, she, she, she's going to become pregnant, then handle your responsibility. Like, I know homies that just do that. They just nutting women. Like, nigga, you know what happens? I done made it this far in life because I pull out condoms. You know what I'm saying? I am, <laughs> I'm not going to put myself in a position where I'm going to have a child. 
Some niggas just do that, bro. It's wild out here in these streets. Okay, let the, not the ladies, I guess, because he's not dating right now. Let the people know where they can listen to your podcast. Oh, well. Um, right now you can listen to it on YouTube, um, Spotify, Apple. Um, I'm actually about to create my own platform where it's going to be subscription-based, um, something like Netflix for my podcast. I'm about to create a reality show for that. Um, I have, man, I got so many things I'm going to put on this platform. The vision is coming to life. The vision is coming to life, man. Um, <laughs> but uh, you could also catch me on Instagram, Finesse's Only Club, Rich and Unemployed, the podcast. Uh, for all my guys that need some type of mentorship, holler at me. Um, you can join Finesse's Only Club, Rich and Unemployed University. And we we doing it. What are you mentoring them through? Or just to? life. Um, I feel like just my ways, my ways of thinking. You teach them how to finesse. How to finesse? How to finesse away from life? Yeah, I'm done with legal activities. Okay. Yeah, I'm past that. Um, but just how to finesse through life. You gotta you gotta understand just the game. Are you teaching women how to finesse? Because you said women need to know how to finesse too. Yeah, but I think I'm gonna start a, my own group for women, just because like. Um, the game that I give to both sides, it, I want you to, I don't want to confuse you, and then I don't want to put you, I mean, I, I don't mind putting you on game, but some of it might be too much for women. Women can't handle the truth sometimes, so. Uh, but I'm gonna start something for women. I'm actually about to uh, be, uh, not a dating coach, sorry, a uh, uh, matchmaker. Are you? Yes, so not actually putting two people together, but. Putting people in the room or? In the room, creating environments where people could uh, meet each other. Connect. Entrepreneurial women. Love it. So single ladies, y'all do need to tap in, okay? Follow his Instagram. Don't be offended by his Instagram. You've been warned, okay? That's my disclaimer I'm putting out there. Don't report his page. If you don't like something he posts, just scroll by or unfollow. How long have you had your page this time? Oh, man, it's the longest. It's been since April. I'm doing good. That those booty call hours, you had to cancel that, huh? No, it wasn't the booty call hours. No, I'm still doing that. That girl reported you. I know yes, she, she did. did. Yes, she did. And um <laughs> that so every every time I think she just kept reporting it. So then I paid the last guy I paid, he he stopped it. Like, look, they won't be able to take your page again. Thank God. Wow. All right. Well, Finesse's Only, right? Finesse's Only Club on Instagram. We'll drop all of the links below. I hope y'all have enjoyed this conversation. If you have, comment below. If you happen to be listening to this um, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you pick up your favorite podcast, make sure you leave your girl a five-star review. Let me know who you want to hear from next. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any more bomb conversations, and I will see you on the next episode. To the girl I broke up with last night, girl, stop playing. If you enjoyed that episode, make sure you subscribe to the channel so you don't miss out on any upcoming content. And take it a step further and go ahead and join our private community over on Patreon because it comes with some pretty bomb perks, including early and discounted access to our upcoming events, behind the scene exclusives with some of your favorite guests, the opportunity to call in on an upcoming show, the chance to vote on topics and guests for brand new shows, and I'm even giving you unlimited access to my vault of business classes where I'm teaching you everything from Airbnb to developing digital products and everything in between. And you can get access to our Patreon for as little as $5 a month, okay? Get in where you fit in, and I'll see you on the inside. Peace.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.